Well, hello and welcome to Waffle Free Storytelling. It's Tina Constant here and you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> the waffle is all the way at the end, uh, which means we are jumping right into today's story, which is called Families Understood. Now, there is a reason why families sometimes squabble. <laughs> it all started a long, long time ago when the day-to-day -day care of Earth was delegated. You see, way back at the beginning of time, it was Mother Nature who commissioned the creation of Earth. She wanted something big and beautiful, full and growing. She wanted something that would make her laugh and smile. And because of who she was, she was able to commission the gods themselves to build it. And the gods, full of humor and imagination, <laughs> willingly took up the challenge. They created a perfect orb with north and south and east and west, hills and valleys, grass and wildflowers. There were ponds and lakes and a billion other things that they knew Mother Nature would love. And love it she did, for the most part. <laughs> you see, when she studied the orb from every angle, she agreed that it was the best thing that she had ever seen, but, she said, something was missing. I want this creation to be enjoyed, she said. I want creatures who will play on it. And so it was that the gods went away and created humans. To make sure the humans were best suited to enjoy the earth and all its glory, they created people perfectly suited to hillsides. Some who were perfectly suited to water, others to the forest and to the valley, and so on around the globe. Every corner of this new world was filled with laughter and joy and wild play. And when Mother Nature saw this, she was delighted. It was perfect. But, as always happens with great visionaries, Mother Nature marveled at this new toy for a while, but was soon distracted by the next thing. Now, not wanting to leave this beautiful world without a caretaker, she handed it over to her assistant, Zebedix. Zebedix was a small and petty god who liked order, structure, and efficiency. He had been watching the creation of this world and was not impressed. All the humans did was play. No one did anything useful. There was no control. They were all too comfortable and it was all too easy. Worst of all, no one no one was in charge. So without telling Mother Nature or the gods of his plans, Zebedix decided to make some improvements. 
He gathered all the humans into a valley, had each of them write their names on a small polished pebble, which Zebedex then tossed into a dark lake as deep as it was wide. At first, the people were confused. Then they were horrified when Zebedex reached into the lake and pulled out random stones one at a time. He put them into piles of ten and declared that each group of ten from now on was a family forever bound in blood and obligation. Their purpose, he said, was to learn to get on. Nothing more. How well you can imagine what happened. A human from every corner of the earth found themselves in a single family. Around one campfire, there was a person from the hills and one from the valley, one from the river, one from the woodlands, all with different ideas and perspectives, likes and dislikes and opinions. None of them understood each other. None of them knew each other. And as a result, it didn't take long for these people with nothing in common to have nothing to say to each other. And Zebedix was pleased. <laughs> Finally, there was order. <laughs> Instead of raucous rough housing around the globe, everyone was sitting quietly around campfires doing what they were told. One such person who found himself separated in this way was Yoros. He was from the lakes in the south. He had been born on the water's edge and had lived every day with the sounds and the smells of the rivers and the streams filling his heart. Sitting on hard, dry ground, surrounded by these strange people, Yoris did everything he could not to sob over his broken heart. To distract himself and stop a growing argument between the hill and the valley people, <laughs> Yoris stared into the flames and told a story of his lakeside memories. This calmed him. It helped him recall something he was beginning to forget. It helped him remember his love. As Yoris's story unraveled, everyone else in this new family grew quiet and listened, each one smiling at memories of their own. And so with calm voices and wild imaginations, Peace descended around that fireside as each person told their story and remembered where they were from. Zebedix, of course, was not impressed. So just as Yoros was about to tell a story of how he and his love spent the night on a lily pad, <laughs> Zebedix built up a bank of clouds and released a storm that had every human running for shelter. 
Every time they tried to sit and talk and tell stories, Zebedics let loose another storm, then an earthquake and then a flood. The people ran and scurried, hid and struggled, and had no time to focus on anything except survival. And once again, Zebedix was pleased. But despite everything that petty god did, every time Yoros got to sit quietly for just one moment, his thoughts turned to his love. So it was in the dead of night, when the family was exhausted and sleeping, and Zebedix was distracted. Yoros climbed out of bed, crept out of their shelter, and disappeared into the night. He had one mission. Find his tribe. Well, when the sun came up the next morning and Zebedix saw that one of the family was missing, he was furious. With a scream and a swipe of his hand, he shook the earth. Volcanoes erupted, gales ripped out trees, sandstorms buried valleys and mountains split in two. He bellowed and he stamped and declared that every member of every family would suffer until Yoris stepped back in line and followed the rules. Hmm, <laughs> of course, Yoros refused. No matter what chaos Zebedix threw at him, he ran and he dodged, he fought and he scrambled. He didn't know where his love was, but he knew if he followed his heart, if he followed the sounds and the smells of the lakes and the rivers that bore him, he would find his way. And with that mission burning in his heart, he met every attack and obstacle Zebedix put in his path. Until finally, with broken bones, bruised and bleeding, Eurus scrambled over a hill and there, stretched out and magnificent, shimmering and complete, was home. But Zebedix was not done with him yet. With a grin on his face and malice in mind, Zebedix dipped his fingers into the rivers and they began to boil. Obey me, Zebedix said, or every living creature in these waters will die. Ah, while seeing the death and destruction before him, Yoris finally threw up his hands and said, Stop! I will stay with the family you have chosen for me. I will stop searching for my love. Stop this madness you have won. And with that, Zebedix let out a victory cry that echoed through the universe. He had one. He had made an example of Yoris that every human had witnessed. Obey or die. But 
<laughs> here's what Zabadex didn't realize. His victory cry was so loud and so long that it traveled far, so far, that it reached the ears of Mother Nature herself. Sensing that all was not well with her creation, <laughs> she returned to Earth to see what was happening. And what she saw made her break down and weep. Instead of that perfect blue and green and gold orb that held so much life, she found a grey, crumbling mass full of her precious humans all cowering in corners. In a fury, Mother Nature turned on Zebedix, and without a word, she crushed this tiny, petty god into fine dust and buried him deep in the core of this ailing planet, wiping the name Zebedix from all history for eternity. And then, gently, tenderly, with so much love, Mother Nature wrapped her hands around the earth and tried to put it back together. She put soft snow on mountaintops. She filled the torn valleys with wide oceans. She put cacti and protea, wild flowers and tumbleweed in the deserts. But no matter what she did, there was so much damage and so much disruption that the only way she could get back what she had was to destroy everything and start again. It was a plea from Yoris that made Mother Nature pause. Please, he begged, let me find my love first. Well, there was so much pain and need coming from that one small soul that Mother Nature closed her eyes for a moment and finally said, I cannot turn back time and repair the damage, but I can give you something that will help you find each other. And with a whisper, a beating drum was placed in the heart of every human. Families remain families. Mother Nature couldn't change that. When we are born, our names are still pulled out of that dark lake. But to this day, every human comes to the earth with a loud, wild and beating heart. We live in the world, we travel the plains, the forests, the oceans, the mountaintops. We live and explore towns and cities, all of us listening and waiting to hear a rhythm we recognize. This is why we smile at some strangers and they seem familiar. It's why we can have random conversations with people we bump into and feel like we've known them forever. <laughs> We're all just finding our clans and our playmates. We're all trying to find the people who beat the same drum. 
So if your family fireside is fueled by laughter and joy, midnight stories and love, then you are in the company of your original tribe and the ties that were broken a long time ago are mending. If, however, there is an abundance of frustration and strife around your table, be patient, be gentle, and remember that, like you, they are there because their names were also pulled out of that dark lake. And like you, their beating hearts are looking to be heard. That's it, folks. <laughs> That's it from Waffle Free Storytelling for today. Oh my goodness, hug your families, love your families, wrap your arms around them and keep them tight and close. And, uh, and remember, families come in all sorts. Your best friends are your families. Your <laughs> whoever you love is family. So um, have a beautiful day. Have a splendid day. Drop around to www.tinaconstant.com for all the other shenanigans. <laughs> and uh, I will see you next week. Have a good one now. Bye-bye. <laughs>